This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. We're thrilled to be speaking with our next guest. 30 years ago, he changed the face of Australian country music forever. And he's back with a part concert, a part road movie, celebrating his life. Uh, with stacks of albums, awards, and a remarkable legacy behind him. It's a delight to say hello to the boy from the bush, Lee mm. Kernigan. Hi. G'day, Amanda. Hey, Jonesy. Great We're, to be with you. Uh, great to have you, mate. We're zooming in on uh, Ke- uh, Kernigan headquarters there. This is your office. <laughs> yes. What a great office. Yeah, yeah well, um, I've got a little studio here, and um, you know, I've written a lot of songs over the years, so it sort of, it sort of all happens mm. right I thought, I thought it might be a little bit more rustic. There'd be like a set of steer horns or something like that, or is that a bit uh, cliched? Oh, I've got a place up in the bush, um, up in the hills, where I do get all of that rustic stuff out of my system. And here you've got a flushing toilet. So that's the main thing. <laughs> <We didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> this movie looks incredible, and, and it, it's also a love story, isn't it, to the Australian outback and to the characters you've met through your life that have inspired your songs. Huh? Yeah, well, um, I said to Kriv Stenders, who um, directed the movie, I said, mate, um, I'd love to be involved, and uni- Universal Pictures sort of contacted us uh, back in 2021. And I said, but I really like this movie to be about Australia, about the towns and the people that inspired the songs, because um, I think I'm be a bit too boring to make a movie just about me. So um, anyway, he sort of ran with that, and uh, I was really, really happy with the, with the way it came out. What are some of the characters, or who are some of the characters, that have just stayed with you, that you've met through your incredible travels around the country? Well, there's one uh, fella that uh, is in, actually in the movie. His name is Troy Hoffmeyer. And um, I wrote a song called Texas QLD 4385 about the little Queensland border town. And um, Troy Hoffmeyer loved the song so much, he actually moved to the town and he bought Ford's General Store. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and he's still there today, living in Texas. Because of that song? Because of that song. So um, in in the movie, I sort of drop in on on Troy and and visit his general store, and he's kind of got a shrine of all of these awards and and memorabilia out there at the service station mm. and general store. And, and then we headed out to um, we headed out to the banks of the uh, Demerick River just outside of Texas, and I I joined um, Isaiah Firebrace and Mitch Tambo, two great Indigenous artists. Yeah, a lot of respect. We did some songwriting out there and um, sat around a campfire. Mitch was playing the didgeridoo. It was just magic. We had a smoking ceremony. Just incredible. What's your when you uh, there's one town in Australia that you would just love to live in for the rest of your life, other than the one you're currently living in? What would it be? Oh, maybe Deniliquin. Yeah, right. Because they got the Ute Muster. The Ute Muster. <laughs> That's it. And. Uh, Every year you get about 20,000 ute-loving uh, legends uh, uh, arriving into that town and uh, it's no-holes-barred party time. So uh, it's one of my favourite places to get to. Oh, Amanda's been hanging to get down there to do some <laughs> circle work. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Amanda. Have you ever thought about collaborating with some of the uh, rap artists to do like a little little Nas X-type Old Town Road with Billy Ray Cyrus-type collaboration? Maybe you and Little Poopy. Little Poopy or Little Yachty? I, I would love that. I love it, and I love the way that this is happening a, a lot, like with Kane Brown and uh, uh, yeah, the Billy Ray Cyrus guy, um, yeah. yeah, of course, and mm-hmm. lots of other collaborations. I, I love the way you know 
those two genres, um, like hip hop and rap, merge yeah. with country music. I, I'm into it. Maybe maybe we should get like Lupe Fiasco. Lupe, he did that thing with uh, Guy Sebastian, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Battle Scars. Mm-hmm. I just love the name Lupe Fiasco. Look, we'll go through what our about- Rolodex of the Lils. <laughs> what, about- <laughs> what about Lee Kernigan and Fiasco? Lee's Fiasco. Oh, this is. No one's writing this down. Well, look, these things have to be a bit more organic than that. I, do, I, I just feel that we're in Lee's office at the moment and he's got business face on. This could be something that, you know, I could be like Colonel Tom Parker here. Yeah, and encouraging a bit more bling on Lee. <laughs> can you can you get some bling and a neck tattoo, Lee? And a, and a diamond hey, mate, in the middle I'll of do, your forehead. I'll, I'll, I'll do anything to get airplay on WSFM. <laughs> you know, this is what's incredible about your career because Australian country artists don't get a lot of airplay and yeah. yet you are so famous. How do, it's it's the live stuff, isn't it? That just makes you so well known. Yeah, infamous, infamous, <laughs> infamous. But um, look, I think it's just the songs and the way that they resonate with people and their hearts and their minds. And and good good country songs um, have a pretty long shelf life; like they mm-hmm. can last for decades. So I've been pretty fortunate to been able to you know, get some good songs out over the last uh, 20, 30 years. That still touch people, absolutely. And there's plenty to go. Lee Kerning and Boy From The Bush releases in cinemas. On Wednesday night, Lee, look for us at the Denny Ute Muster. We'll be down there in our HZ Tunner. Amanda's going to be on the back and we'll just be doing some circle work. It almost sounds well, like it, English. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Amanda, I've, I've got a Ute Me Girls tank top on the way to you. Oh, oh. yes, please. <laughs> Thank you, Lee.